Hey, everyone, welcome to Cohn and Kruger. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Larry Kruger. The 49ers won the game yesterday and lost their quarterback, and we need to discuss that right now. Uh, Larry, here's what I want to do. I want to get your take on this, but first I want to read to you something Kyle Shanahan said out of his own mouth. Okay. Kyle Shanahan said this a year ago to Ed Werder. Quote, in, in, in reference to Trey Lance, quote, he's not Lamar Jackson. Trey is a quarterback who has the ability to run. But to just line him up and run him, I mean, the game's too physical. That's what Kyle Shanahan said. So a year later, we see how we use Trey Lance. We see what happened. What do you think of the Trey Lance story? Well, I think Kyle Shanahan's a visionary. You know, he's a visionary. He saw it because he's totally right on that quote. Um, right. You know, this is this goes back to week one. Forget yesterday for a second. Let's get into week one. That was my big takeaway that was, you know, and I love Kyle Shanahan. I think he's a terrific coach. Heck, you and I both predicted that Kyle yeah. Shanahan's football team would win the Super Bowl. Okay. So on some level, we were giving him some acknowledgement that this guy is, you know, Good enough. Um, he, it's not like he's some 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 scrub. He's he's a no. top tier NFL coach, but I didn't understand the usage of Trey in the Arizona game. I said it, and I didn't understand the usage of Trey in the first game, and I said it, and 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 you know I, I mean, immediately I get the same pushback that probably everybody else who would say something like that would get. Oh, it's football. Hey, it's a rough game. Guy, you can get hurt anyway. There's, it's, there's, you could get hurt in practice. You could get hurt standing on the sidelines. You get these people who kind of just get, you know, dug in on their position. But to me, there's a huge difference between, hey, you know what? I don't think we need Jimmy Garoppolo anymore. I think we need somebody who has some mobility. That's just noticing what's around you. That's just noticing that the the Josh Allens and the Patrick Mahomeses and the Deshaun Watsons are the future of the NFL. And that if you're going to compete for a Super Bowl in the NFL that those players reside in, I don't know, maybe it would help to have a player who was a little bit more versatile, had a little bit more high-level athleticism. So I, I bought into that, and I still buy into that. And to me, that was the reasoning behind going for Trey Lance. But then to get him in there and to just run him between the tackles recklessly is, I mean, this is exactly what was going to come. And whether it was going to come in game two, game 12, in a way, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. It sounds terrible because I'm not rooting for injury. And I love, I know Trey's a good kid and I'm rooting for good things for him. But in a way, I'm kind of glad it happened earlier than later because it's a loud statement to everybody who watched it that it ain't a sustainable plan. That's right. not, I don't care whose idea it was, who else in the league does it. It's not a sustainable plan running your quarterback between the tackles against NFL caliber defenses. And, so that's, and what's crazy that's where is I'm Kyle's going to try to sell it as like, this is how I had to use Trey. But that's not true because we saw Kyle call a very smart game for Trey against the Texans. Jimmy wasn't there. He was hurt. <clears throat> there was no backup. Kyle called a great game. Trey executed it and they won. <clears throat> Then they come in year two after a full offseason, and you're telling me this is how you have to use Trey. It's not like, yeah, sure, run him, but you're going to run him like a steady diet early in the game when you don't have to. They could have beaten the Seahawks with Trey Lance handing off 50 times and throwing 10 passes. Instead, 
He was going to be the leading rusher for like the third time in four starts. He was the leading rusher against Arizona. He was the leading rusher in Chicago. Why? To me, that's negligence at best and sabotage at worst. It's okay to run your quarterback, but that's running him into the ground. And you have to wonder, why was Kyle so cavalier about that? I mean, the, there's one number that you have, the only number you need to know from yesterday is the number three. Trey Lance had three pass attempts. Trey Lance had three rushing attempts. I mean, the end of the game, Jimmy wound up with 21 pass attempts. So if Trey had been in there, would it have been 21 pass attempts for Trey and 21 carries? I mean, I mean that's I not Trey sustainable. Was- Nobody in the history of the NFL has ever sustained that. Trey was getting like 13 carries a game or so. He was on pace to be running the ball like a running back, more than the other running backs on the team. And I don't, again, why do you ask Trey Lance to run on second and eight in the second quarter when you're winning and your running backs are running well? It's not necessary. So what you're saying is you don't care if your quarterback gets hurt because you have to acknowledge that there's a way bigger risk of him getting hurt running between the tackles and staying in the pocket. All the rules protect a quarterback. Tom Brady is going to play, could play until he's 50 years old if he wanted to because the rules protect quarterbacks in the pocket. Once you do that, you're you're a running back and all of Kyle's running backs get hurt. I just it, I'm going to try to calm down. Your dad made the best point I thought on Twitter when he said, "Hey, look, <clears throat> if and I don't want to paraphrasing a little bit, but um you know, if this was a key sequence in the fourth quarter and the game was on the line and you needed to put the game away and Trey, you ran Trey up the middle because you needed that first down to ice the game. Man, that's one thing. You voluntarily threw him into the defensive line in the second quarter. And all I would say is risk versus reward. Right. What was the reward? What's the reward for running your quarterback between the tackles? Do you expect that he's gonna bust one and take it to the right. take of the distance? Probably not. Probably not. Right. Yeah. So what's he might the, get four yards, right? It's what he's averaging, four or five yards a carry. Right. So risk reward. I mean, I said this in the Arizona game. If you looked at his, there were 16 runs in the Arizona start last year. Mm-hmm. I think nine might have been designed and seven were scrambles or the opposite. On the scrambles, Trey averaged like 13 and a half yards a carry and he got hit like a third of the time. On the runs, he averaged 3.2 yards per carry and got hit. Every single time. So why would you volunteer hits on your quarterback when you're sitting in a coaching room with a defensive coordinator like D'Amico, who could tell you that maybe his goal for Sunday is to get 10 hits on Geno Smith. And you're going to volunteer nine on your quarterback for no reason at all with you could have a you could have literally perfect pass protection the entire game and you're going to volunteer nine hits on your quarterback. I mean, I I explain to me what I don't know, because I don't understand that. Well, here's what when I asked the question after the game, I, I would say, like, I asked, why did you call that in that situation? And he made fun of me, like, well, would it have been better if I called it on second and four? Well, frankly, yes because you might have gotten a first down if you called it on second and four. Here's my thing. He called a quarterback draw on third and six on the first drive, and it worked. He got seven yards, first down. I like that call. You're going against a, a substitute, lighter defense that's expecting a pass, probably a light box, probably five, six in the box, two safeties back. You get a quarterback draw, I mean, you're not going to get hit hard. That's a good call. On second and eight, you're not getting a first down. You're not getting a touchdown. You might get four yards. But t- what is the reward there? 
what is the, when we, when we watched Russell Wilson with the Seahawks for years, you knew he'd keep it maybe once a game, but you didn't know when it was going to happen, and it was going to be for a touchdown or a, or a key first down in the fourth quarter. Not and it was almost and always, and it was almost always on bootlegs or outside. There's a to me the big, between the tackles. The, the line of de- demarcation is inside or outside the tackle box. You want to run your quarterback outside the ta- tackle box? I'm all for it. I'm really all for it. Get to the edges, spread teams wide, you know, f- you know, run the ball like crazy, play action pass, bootleg off of it. Now you got Trey in open spaces against one defender, make a move, that kind of thing. I totally get it. To run him up the middle on a 3-4 football team that has Al Woods at 350 pounds in the middle. The other two guys are houses. Their 3-4 are just, you know, the, there's a lot of big bodies in there. And then to ha- and then the other thing is I was tr- I've been trying to figure out in my head who does Trey remind me of 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 when I'm watching him is who is it that he reminds me of and the guy that he reminds me of is William Floyd hmm. and I say that because William Floyd was a high effort between the tackles fullback but he, he his his constant second and third effort and his refusal to go down exposed his legs to the defense and it was just a matter of time before somebody ripped up his ACL sure enough Saints Niners at candlestick exact play I'm talking about second effort twisting turning somebody hit him the wrong way tears yeah, the ACL done for the year career never the same and it's hey, like it's lucky that, that Trey Trey. Didn't, it's lucky that Trey Lance didn't tear his ACL. How about that for a silver lining? Could have been his knee. Could have been his knee. I mean, now we saw we've seen Dak come back from the ankle and he looks all right. But when you can't expose your legs to the defense, I don't care if you're 25 pounds heavier and three inches shorter and you have really, really stout legs. Um, you can't expose your de- your legs to the defense and allow that. It's just not sustainable. So I get the idea of having a mobile quarterback. I get the idea of using that mobile quarterback. I don't get the idea of quarterback power, quarterback draws up the middle uh, with a quarterback and, the, and letting him push the pile with his head and exposing his legs. Anybody, it, this could have happened in camp. It could have happened in the preseason. It was destined to happen and happen soon. And sure enough, week two. I also uh, don't get Kyle just totally giving up on running trade to the perimeter. Like they act like he's slow. He's not slow. Josh Allen runs a four, seven, five and the bills get him on the perimeter routinely. Why can't the Niners do that? He has to run between the tackles. No, I don't think so. I think the Niners no. haven't figured out how to get him on the perimeter. And I think that's, again, Kyle tried to act like this whole year of putting a, Trey on the shelf was the best way to develop him when I think it actually did him a disservice. He he was inexperienced. The pandemic took away a year from him. He needed reps. And now you put him in a situation where he was on the bench for two years. I don't think that did him any uh, favors. And now he's in a situation where he's going to be the bench for three years coming off a serious injury. I feel bad for him. We're going to talk about his future in a minute. Anything else you want to say about the mismanagement of Trey? Well, I, I I just I I mean don't tell me Josh Allen. I've watched the Bills. They don't use Josh Allen this way in this manner this often. So I'd like to know who's the who's the um, who's the comp. Who's the quarterback that has had a lengthy, productive career? Because that's what I'm sure Kyle wanted for for Trey Lance. Who's the quarterback who's had a lengthy, productive career running between the tackles? Go ahead. That much. Fourteen times a game. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to know. Can't can't picture anybody. Can't envision it. Um, you know, I mean, 
And this is going to be, unfortunately, Kyle lost a lot of support in the last 24 hours. A lot. We're going to talk about that. Actually, um, Glass Half Full guy's going to talk about it right now. I'm kind of coming around to the idea of replacing Kyle with Sean Payton because I don't think Payton would have done what Kyle did. We're going to talk about that. The thing with Payton is, the thing with Kyle is, good coach, what is his deal with the quarterback position? Is he ever going to get it? You know, I mean, you didn't want Mahomes. You didn't want Brady. You got Lance. Do you want Lance? You ruined Lance. Now you got Jimmy again. I mean, at a certain point, you got to get the quarterback position right if you're a genius. Well, you know, and, and let's talk about this. Nobody wants to talk about this, but Kyle Shanahan, you know, I'll give him that he's a great play, a, a great NFL coach, despite the fact he's sub 500, um, because I think he's as good a play caller and play sequencer as there is in the league. But let's be totally frank and honest about this. Being a play caller and a play sequencer and that kind of skill set is a totally different skill set than, you know what, I'm looking at those 10 quarter backs and those eight guys can't play and those two guys can play and that guy who can play is a starter and the other guy's a hall of famer you have just because you can call plays just because you can devise plays doesn't mean that you can handpick quarterbacks they're different skill sets i'm not sure he's a head coach i mean i know he's a great play designer but if he can't evaluate the quarterback position or or coach it then what is he he's a coordinator and you need someone else who can do that so uh big year for kyle Amtod99 says, with Trey, the season could have been great even without a Super Bowl win. Now with PSJ, it's Super Bowl or bust because next offseason will be a circus. Your channel, though, well, you know, the Niners always provide. But, yeah, I mean, I, we're going to be talking at length about the Niners' future because it's very murky what's going to be happening beyond this year. Stevens, Stevens a lot says, of unknowns. A lot of unknowns for sure. Apparently all those plays Kyle Shanahan was drawn up for Trey Lance post-meeting with Fields was QB power. Brilliant. I mean, the jokes just write themselves. I mean, the uh, the, the, I mean, we can we can attack it from any angle. The lack of creativity, the risk reward factor, what's best for Trey, what's you know, I mean, it just there's all kinds of angles on this thing, and it's I, and Kyle's to, to, is just is just going to defend it to the death. I mean, he's literally going to defend it till the very end. But again, the whole idea was he was saying, look, I'm not playing Trey Lance's rookie year because I want to develop him the right way. Right. That was what it was all. That's about. a great idea. It was a great I plan. Want, I don't want to use him as a running back. I want to develop him the right way. OK, well, you said you sat him for a year and now week one leads the team in rushing week two. You do it again. So don't tell me that. I mean, clearly, whatever you were saying, you didn't necessarily believe in or you changed your mind. It's I can't take you, your word at face value. Well, and how come? And then I think you also, I think Kyle going forward, I mean, let's talk about we can't change the past, but going forward, it might be time to simplify your system if it's going to take quarterbacks more than a full year to grasp it and and actually be, you know, good in it. I mean, we saw um, uh, Matt Ryan took him. There was a huge difference between year one and year two. And then he sits Trey for the entire last year. But then so Trey can't go through a training camp, a regular season, another training camp after the end of an offseason. And even then and a full preseason and even then. He's still because your system's so complicated right. is you still have to use him on quarterback powers and quarterback draws because he still doesn't have full grasp of your system. If that if your system's that complicated and seeing the NFL clock for what it is, you may want to streamline your system. Meanwhile, Mike McDaniel has two a plan like Dan Marino in week two. Yeah. 
That's a, that also you know, that was noticed. Ricky says to all the haters saying Trey's injury is his own fault. Yes, Banana Hand said it was an option, could have handed it off, but Trey made the right read on the play. But it's Banana Hand's fault for recklessly calling that. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Trey had a choice. The defense dictates the the move, and if if your option is hand it off or run between the tackles, the first time he actually read it incorrectly. He handed it off to Debo. He should have kept it. Debo had to make a guy miss and then went for fifty one. So I, I kind of feel like Kyle came back to that play and was like, "Hey, do it correctly, Trey." Execute the play correctly. And he did execute the play correctly this time and got hurt. Uh, El Marbro says, I'm disappointed that barely any of the mainstream media outlets are holding Kyle accountable. They brush off Trey's injury because of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, the, 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 the narrative immediately shifted to, oh, Jimmy looks great. He's still handsome. He's still got it. Like, what about what happened to Trey? Isn't, I don't know. I, that's how well, I Well, and then, no, here, it goes worse. It's worse than that. I I watched the entire thing on the Binox from the media, from the, uh, you know, media level there in the stadium. So I had a chance to watch the downfield coverage and, down, and all the downfield stuff. If Trey Lance had thrown the ball deep yesterday, the way that Garoppolo threw the ball deep, there would be 19 guys as we speak in a studio cutting videos talking about his dramatic inaccuracy down the field. Right. Jimmy was terrible. Right. He was terrible throwing the ball down the field. Right. He floated all kinds of terrible passes. I don't think he hit anybody in stride. Every receiver had to adjust to the ball in flight. He looked he looked better last year than he looked in this game. He, looked, he, he, he didn't looked, do anything all offseason, right? He looked like he didn't do anything all offseason. He looked like yeah. he, did, he wasn't involved at all in the preparation for this game. Right. Exactly. It was a cluster. Josh Wyatt says he's devastated this morning. No silver lining. I feel you, Josh. Giovanni says, you think Trey can be the, uh, still be the starter next year? Uh, to be determined. Who knows? Let's see. what He hasn't even had surgery yet. Matt says, do you think we can get uh, end of 2017 contract year Jimmy playing free and loose for a new contract? Well, it looked like he was trying to do that with some of his downfield throws yesterday, but it didn't exactly work out. His accuracy, first of all, his accuracy or lack thereof down the field is not like, eh, it, we're not really sure. It's proven. Go look at the numbers. Jimmy Garoppolo on passes 30 plus yards down the field since 2017 is completing 16%. The league average is 30%. He's not a downfield passer and it's official. And that's why Shanahan and Lynch went and got Trey Lance because he, Jimmy doesn't throw well down the field or outside the numbers. And now everybody knows it. And that's why there's no market for him. And that's why he's a backup. All of that. The book is out on Jimmy. That's the thing. Everyone knows what he is. He's not going to magically improve or change. Little Lord Stewie says, this is some BS, Grant. Kyle and the team are never defending Trey, and why did he have an explosive offseason worked hard with? Brandon Jimmy was just throwing passes during this offseason. Their Super Bowl run is hurt without Trey. Little Lord Stewie's having a bad morning. I feel you, man. I'm sorry. I tried to help. I'm sorry. <laughs> Quality control did its best. Don't blame us. Jamar says, wasn't Jimmy's contract incentive based on games played when at first it was supposed to be a set deal? Yeah, I mean, so uh, J Jimmy's going to make a lot of money this year if he stays healthy. Good for him. Um, from what I had read on that contract a couple days after the restructure was that m m many of those incentives were tied to last year's things and that he was not destined to get the six the full $16 million, but he was going to get you know a good chunk of that $16 million whether he played a lot or not this year. So I would imagine he's going to get every penny of that. Um uh, you know, 16 million and then some, that would be my guess is that they would, he's going to wind up getting every penny of those incentives. 
I agree. Lorenzo says Kyle better win the Super Bowl or I'm done with him. I think that's how a good segment of the Niner fans feel right now. Wander says, I have many things I want to say, but I'll say this. I've been I've seen many Niner fans be so unbothered by this injury like nothing happened. How can people be not be furious at Kyle? He may have cost the future. I, it's interesting. I mean, there's been a lot of people who are very upset about this uh, and, and want Kyle run out of town. So I think there's a whole spectrum of emotions going on right now. I would say. I think Kyle Shanahan is – I mean, let's be, let's call it for what it is. He's got tremendous goodwill yeah. built up because uh, people – look what he was coming on the heels of yep. and look what he's delivered thus far. Yeah. And if you hear him speak about the team, it's perfectly obvious that he's f- thoroughly competent as far as his you know football knowledge and that kind of thing. Nobody would question it. Right. But this was a horrendous decision, and it comes right. down to risk-reward. You know, don't tell me, hey, you know, I made a bet, but I won. And that's why it was a good bet. A good bet's not every bet that you win is not a good bet. It just means that you won. And this was this happens to be it was a horrendous bet because you risked a ton and you were gaining very little and you lost. And you lost. John Farr says Kyle can't handle having a running quarterback. Look at RG3 as well. Might as well go for Cousins, trade Lance and be done. They're not getting cousins. I think Minnesota wants cousins. But yeah, I mean, it's it, this is rough. Kyle, again, you said Kyle Stock is way down. Look at what his resume is now. You did it to RG three. You did it to Lance. I mean, yeah, you haven't developed a quarterback yet. So his stock is down. Take a couple more, and then we're going to get back to our show, and then we'll come back to the rest. GTC Real says QB sneak fine. Edge runs fine. Not QB power. Yeah, quarterback sneak is easy. That's like a low impact play. No problem with that. Chris no Walker. problem with that. Why keep four running backs on the roster if you're running your wide receiver and quarterback for the run game and not use all the running backs? So, so, why do you have Jordan Mason on the team if you're going to run Debo and Trey the whole time? I, I, that's a great question, Chris. All right, let's get let's get back to our our, our topics. So, what Trey, do you need a two? What do you need a 240 pound uh, running back who runs incredibly hard for when you could use your star wide receiver or your future quarterback? Number one. Okay. So Trey Lance. I mean, I know that's salty, but I mean, seriously, I mean, it's that happened. That's true. Larry, we need to talk about Trey Lance's future because it's uncertain. I mean, I think nine, some Niner fans would like to think, all right, he'll uh, rehab and he'll just be the starter next year and they'll pick up where they left off. Yeah, the problem with that is this is another year on the bench. He's still the same inexperienced guy he was two years ago. Three years on the bench coming off a serious injury. Um, I don't know that they can just throw him out there as the starter without some type of a hedge like they had this year. And I don't think the hedge can be Jimmy Garoppolo again. So what do you think Trey Lance's future is? And do the Niners need another quarterback to add to this room next year? Wow. I mean, I like, wow. Brock, Pur- I like Brock Purdy, to be honest. I think Brock Purdy's, you know, kind of like a Kirk Cousins. I mean, I, I, I think I like he Robert is he's a backup, but I'm not sure that he's a future starter. Can I, I'm just saying, I like him yeah, as a backup. And that's fine. And that's yeah. fine. I mean, and, and, and I think he's on to me, there's no doubt he's a good backup. That's what I, um, cause he's I cheap yes. and he's smart. Um, but I'm thinking like a first round is, quarterback. Yeah. I, I mean, there's going to be a bunch of good ones next year. Here's the question Do you keep investing assets in quarterbacks unless you hire somebody on your staff who has a who at some point in their coaching career has developed a quarterback or at least has um you know a reputation 
for developing quarterbacks because right now you've got you know a, fir- a, a young starter in Trey who's now hurt. You have a quarterback coach who's never done it before, even though he played in the league, and once again is playing in the league the equivalent of coaching the position. Kyle's a great play caller; he's proven in the league, but can he develop a quarterback? Greasy's a former NFL quarterback; he played in the league, but can he develop a quarterback? Instead of like kind of discovering. If, if one any of these coaches can de, can develop a quarterback, how about go find a coach that has developed a quarterback and bring that guy in as some on your staff as your you know co, you know as your offensive quality control or your quarterback coach or your OC or whatever title you want to give him? How about a quarterback, somebody who really has developed young quarterbacks? Um, that would be nice. That was that was what the 49ers had in Mike Holmgren back in the Joe Steve days. They at least had a quarterback coach who had, you know, was kind of a proven quarterback coach. Um, and then, of course, he went and developed Favre after that. And, you know, so, I mean, I'd like to see maybe a proven coach and maybe a streamlined offense from Kyle because it seems maybe overly complex for young quarterbacks to grasp. Here's the problem, though, and why it's – Extra complicated. If the Niners decide they need another quarterback next year, one, they don't have a first-round pick. And two, if – how do you trust Kyle Shanahan to pick the next one? He picked Trey and tried to develop Trey his way. How do you trust him to do it again? I think if they actually have to bring in another quarterback next year, I don't know that Kyle's the right guy for that. I know you're saying bring in a good quarterback coach, but that guy has to work with whoever Kyle picks. No more first-round picks. On quarterbacks, either for the foreseeable. First of all, you don't sure. have any. Well, I'm just saying it's like, you, you know what? You just after the first round. You, I know, but you just invested some serious assets in, in a quarterback, unless, unless the one staring you down that you totally believe in. Um, I, I think I'd rather take a chance on trying to find one some other way. And now it kind of makes it, makes the Stafford thing look at least Stafford you know, would have been a ready-made quarterback that didn't need developing. And right. in reality, looking back at it, I think that's probably what Kyle needed much more so than than a raw piece of clay like Trey Lance, who, you know, it's he's got huge talent, but his future is predicated on your ability to coach him up. They could go get um, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he might get traded before the end of this they deal. They don't have first-round picks to trade. right. Yeah, I look. I just don't probably make him a pocket player and never run him. Who do you think the Niners? Who do you think will be in the Niners' quarterback room uh, next year, heading into Week One? Trey Brock and who? Anyone else? Trey Brock in the third. Uh, Trey Brock and some mid-round pick. (sighs) No, I I think he'll be a veteran. I think he'll be a veteran. I think Trey Richard Garoppolo. Um, I mean, it's all it's all there for Garoppolo at this point. If he plays well, how do you how do you get rid of him now? If he plays well, what if what if uh, Garoppolo? I mean, this st- the 49ers still have any way you slice it, a top three or four uh, roster in the mm-hmm. conference. Mm-hmm. So it, is the season over? No, no. You could make an argument they've got a better chance to win the, the Super Bowl this year than last year, based on the personnel around the quarterback, but. You know, it's if Jimmy can can step up his game, step up everything, get stay healthy. Personally, I would not be shocked if we see Brock Purdy, and I I'll make a prediction right here: Brock Purdy will win a game 
this year for the 49ers in the regular season? You're as excited about Brock Purdy as I was about Nick Mullins, and I love that. I love that. <laughs> I'm I love all that. in on Brock Purdy. I love that. Lucas says, do you think Kyle ran trade between the tackles because he did it in college? If so, that's ridiculous. Now, I have a theory. Here's what I think. Kyle Shanahan didn't develop Trey as a passer. He said he was, but he didn't. He was winning games last year, and, and Trey was in, on the scout team. And so it, rather than reveal to the world that he really didn't work on his project, uh, he just used him as a runner to sort of conceal the fact that he hadn't improved as a passer because Kyle didn't develop him. And when he got hurt, the, the narrative will be, oh, well, Trey just got hurt, not Kyle didn't develop him. Trey just got hurt, one of those things. Kyle you know, might have done a good job as a coach. We don't know. One of those things. I think that's what happened. It's, I think. I think. I think it's a situation where they took a quarterback who was the most raw quarterback in our lifetime coming out yeah. of the first round. I mean, it's four decades since the last time a had, guy had this few of passes in college and right. went in the first round of the draft. So I, w- I don't remember the M- NFL before that point. So basically, in our entire life, this is the most raw quarterback he's ever seen. Yeah. Then let's break it down. He Trey throws the deep ball well. But what where Trey struggles is in the short game, your footwork has to be perfect. One bad step, you're off. One bad, um, you know, if your footwork's not tight, if your reps, so he hasn't repped it enough. So he's not consistent enough in the short and intermediate stuff. So he he's he's missing a lot of those short and intermediate throws. So Kyle just said, ah, we'll replace the short and intermediate throws with a whole slew of runs. And there we go. We'll handle it that way, but those runs put your quarterback in harm's way. Yep. Again, I, I'll never understand when Kyle was so comfortable calling games where Jimmy did nothing. Hand off, throw 10 passes. Why wasn't Trey allowed to do that? Trey, Trey needed to be the leading rusher while the other running backs were, play, were running well. Never never will make sense to me. Chris Telerico says Kyle may have just cost the kid his career. Next season, Trey needs to request a trade. He's going to start for this team again because he's not going to start for this team again because of Kyle. I'm not so sure. I don't know. I mean, Kyle could be real stubborn and be like, he'll be back. We'll do it again next year. And he might just run him between the tackles again next year. I'd love to hear what Trey's mom and dad have to say about the way Trey was used. I'd like to know. Uh, I'd like to know as well, because I think they probably would not be too pleased. No, absolutely not. Jamar says, I'd seen the team turn once Jimmy entered. Hmm. I mean, they're playing Seattle. I think they were going to win. It's not like the defense started playing better. Once Jimmy got in, I'm just saying. What you're talking about, Willis says, y'all feel it odd that Kyle seems so facetious about Trey's injury? This is Kyle's guy. His pick didn't get any sense of remorse. It's so weird. Um, I don't know if he wasn't remorseful, but he was very defensive, which is his go-to. So, I don't know. Abstract JWL says, I have to apologize to Grant. He said in preseason, Kyle planned to run Trey up the gut and use him up in three years. I called him crazy for thinking he'd waste three first-rounders like that. I was wrong. I mean, when I saw them start to install the triple option, I started thinking, yeah. I don't. And, and when they brought back Jimmy, it gave him license to just run him with no conscience. Hey, you know, I'm Kyle Shanahan. I say this is the best way to use him. If he gets hurt, I got Jimmy right here. They were installing the triple option. There's a reason teams don't run that in the NFL. You know why? Quarterbacks get hurt. It's a quarterback-driven league. It's very important to keep them healthy. I'm just saying. It's usually why. All right, we're going to come back to more of your comments in a minute. Let's talk about Kyle Shanahan's future with the 49ers. Earlier in the show, you said his stock is way down. How far and what does he need to do this year to bring it back? Um, He needs to win the Super Bowl. And when I say that, he had two goals going into yesterday. Develop Trey Lance and win the Super Bowl. Now one of those goals is off the table for the year. There'll be no developing Trey Lance. So now it comes down to win the Super Bowl. 
And guess what? Now you got the you got a veteran quarterback. You still have a suitable backup quarterback, in my opinion, and you've got a stacked roster. So now the expectations for the Super Bowl go up. And I would to me, I'd love to have seen because somebody I heard somebody say that the 49ers odds on winning the Super Bowl went up after this injury. Okay. That would be interesting. But I think those are the two goals entering the year. Develop Trey. And if you can't develop Trey, win the Super Bowl. If you can't win the Super Bowl, at least develop Trey. Now, if this season's going to be productive, they're not going to develop Trey. They need to contend for a Super Bowl. Yeah, because the future is totally murky. We have no idea who the quarterback will need be next year. Uh, or what the roster will look like. No idea. And if they need a new quarterback, it's unclear that Kyle Shanahan is the right guy to pick him and coach him. So for Kyle Shanahan to uh, justify his – because look, 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 good coach, but as you said, this is a top three roster, right? I've, I'm thinking – Your best player is 34. I'm thinking a lot of coaches could win a Super Bowl with this roster. Bill Belichick, Sean McVay, Sean Payton. There are coaches who could win. Kyle, you got it. You've had it for a few years. Don't mess this up. You've been given a great team – you can't figure out the quarterback spot. You can't keep people healthy. You need to win this year. Otherwise, there are good coaches who might want your job. I think in the past, Niner fans are always like, oh, we don't want to go back to the Chip Kelly days. Man, hold on. If you get rid of Shanahan, it's uh, John Lynch leading the search, not Trent Balky. And this is a very good team. I think you could get someone like Sean Payton who's interested. And Sean Payton is a champion who could probably figure out the quarterback position. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I, I won't get into speculating like, you know, who's next because who knows? I mean, there might be somebody we're not even thinking of that is a phenomenal prospect. I haven't even given that any thought. But um, I think ultimately, look at this team. Uh, George Kittle is – he's not old, but he might yeah, as well yeah. be old. He might as well yeah. be old because he gets hurt He gets hurt a lot like an old guy. Jimmy Ward, his best play, his best uh, days are right now. Trent Williams, his best ga- days are right now. Uh, Debo Samuel, the style of play that he plays, his best football is being played right now. The best players on their team are in their go years right now. So, yeah, absolutely. They have to contend for a Super Bowl. And when I say contend, that means they got to wind up in the conference title game and – preferably win it. I uh, If they don't wind up in the NFC championship game, there is no way anybody can say with any, with a straight face, this has been a productive, uh, good year to me. You have to appear in the NFC championship game. And if to, to have it be a successful year and to have it be a real successful year, you got to advance beyond that game, that beyond that game. Yeah. I mean, he's starting to look like the Niners version of Mark Jackson. Like he can get him to a certain spot, but he's always going to be his own worst enemy at the end. So if the Niners have a top-level Super Bowl roster and everyone agrees, and there are a lot of really high-level coaches who want to coach this team, and here's the kicker. No one says fire Kyle Shanahan. That's because, of course, he would get a job right away. What's so not interesting about this situation is the Niners don't have a first-round pick next year. They need one. They might need to draft a quarterback. There might be a good one available. How can they get a first-round pick? Trade Kyle Shanahan. Trade Kyle Shanahan. He is a trade chip and I'm not saying you have to. If he wins the Super Bowl, keep Kyle Shanahan. But if he's not what you want and you think you can get someone better, is it like would you rather have so-and-so who's won a Super Bowl plus a first-round pick or Kyle? That's a good decision to make, and Jed needs to feel powerful right now. He's in a good spot. He's got a good team with a good roster. Don't be beholden to Kyle if he's not good enough. 
Well, and then maybe it's time to have a real frank discussion about where you're at, where the franchise is at, where yeah. what everybody's goals are, and how to achieve those goals. Who knows? Maybe the best goal or the best uh, move for the 49ers is after Minnesota falls short again, um, trade Trey in some package for Kirk Cousins and picks. Now you got Trey back in the state of Minnesota where he's where, you know, he's a hero and, and they can they've got a young team and they can dream the dream of Lance to feed to uh, Jefferson and Kyle can get his hand picked quarterback and get down the road. I mean, that I'm just thinking of what's a solution that may be a win win. Maybe that's a win win. Maybe Trey gets to play in, in his home state and uh, Kyle gets his quarterback and maybe a pick or two along the way. And what everybody is Trey moves Lance's on. trade value? Coming off three years on the bench and a serious, in, a broken ankle. What is his trade value really? I mean, Kyle really messed up. He really, really messed I, up. I mean, I gotta think after watching Dak come back that that he won't. It's it's a serious injury, but I don't think it's going to diminish the kid's career. Uh, it's well, not Dak like it. Proven. Trey hasn't played. I mean, no, I know, I know. Bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I don't think Trey, there's always, we talked about this many times. There's every time you come into the NFL, there's a race between at the quarterback spot, especially. Can you learn what to do before yeah. you get physically yeah. beat up and, and like you're diminished physically? I don't think this injury is going to diminish Trey physically, um, but man, it, it ain't going to help. It's, it's going to, and obviously it's going to delay his development. It delays his development. That's what I'm saying. So next year, is he going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL? Which team is going to say, you know what? We want Trey Lance coming off three years on the bench and a serious injury to be our starting quarterback on faith. When the Niners would, I mean, I just don't know. I feel so bad for him. He might in have some ways, a, in some, I like, I like Trey, and I think I would stay with Trey. But I could see where if you moved him, whoever gets him, there's a lot less pressure because they didn't invest in this big trade up to get him. Um, and maybe it would be yeah. best for him to move on. I mean, you I'm just three saying, first round picks for him, and now you're going to trade low and, and trade him away for they, they wouldn't they wouldn't take the L on Jimmy Garoppolo, I and they're going to no, they won't, they won't, they can't. They probably and they probably it's probably the smart move not to do that to stay with Trey, but I'm just saying let's just say, um, you know, if 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 Jed came to Kyle and said, "Hey, look, Kyle, love you. You've done a lot of good things, but you got a year, you yeah. got two years to yeah. make it happen." Yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to invest those two years into quarterbacks that he's not sure of. Maybe he says, "You know what? If I only got two years." I don't care about value. Give me a quarterback I, I actually believe in and we'll go from there. And I, we know he believes in Kirk Cousins. That's all I'm saying. I just feel like he picked Trey, right? I mean, you, you, you he's, he's had his did choice. He? I mean, did he or did the organization pick Trey? I don't know. He says he did. Irfan says, what did you think on that silver report that came out after Trey got injured? Uh, what, that the – team thinks they're better with Jimmy. I mean, I, I believe him. It's pretty clear that they act that way. I saw Silver in the locker room. I know who he was talking to. I'm not going to say, but I believe it. Sean O'Leary says, running quarterback to extend plays and escape trouble. Great. Running quarterback on a team that knows how to run the ball, rush the ball otherwise. No, thank you. That's, that's what I'll never understand. You didn't need him to run the ball. Yeah, it's a nice addition, but it's not like you were struggling to run the ball. It's not like you're like, oh my God, we need these four. You, they you chose to you. They yeah. there was no pressure on you to use them this way. No. You chose to use them this way. You have to own it. Ricky says, regardless of how you feel about the kid, it's honestly gross that people trash Trey when he's already down. Some of the biggest, uh, yeah. If people are like, well, I guess he wasn't ready, was he? Like, ooh, that's about as insensitive as you could be. Yeah. The goal, 
the gold rush 561 says, I think we keep uh, JL and bring in Eric Bieniemy. I come to the realization that Kyle Shanahan wants to be the face of the franchise and doesn't want Trey Lance to take over. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, uh, fire Kyle. Eric doesn't have that ego. Um, I don't know. Eric concerns me a little bit in that he doesn't call plays. And I don't know. I, I, I would like someone like who's proven. I, I don't know. I don't know. Eric Bieniemy hasn't gotten the job, and it seems like he has some bad stuff in the past. But I don't know. Maybe. Josh Wyatt says, this is uh, why I couldn't believe they would run Trey Lance. Why didn't they start him last year if this was the plan? Develop Trey the right way. Right. Like, if you're just going to run him 14 times a game, he could have played last year. I, it kind of makes you realize that, that the setup was like he had to play this year. He had to play. And it's yeah. like what if he wasn't ready, then he shouldn't have been playing. Right. But if you're if they felt like they had to play him to justify the transaction, then, man, I mean, they really chose a high risk, high reward, low, um, you know, high risk, low reward way to utilize him, which is just nonsense. F you, Jobu, I do it myself, says I was furious to see John Lynch smiling, laughing, rubbing elbows, pressing palms and entertaining. I was sick after that injury. No smiling. It's a very strange organization what the, the, the situation they put themselves in. Mr. Meaner says Seattle didn't game plan for Jimmy, hence why they locked him down in the second half. Teams will stack the box, make him throw under pressure. Yeah, the book's out on Jimmy. Everyone has a, a, a game plan against Jimmy. They know what, what to do. Jamar says, please bring up Kyle Shanahan, pass comments to him. I will. I will. Of course I will. I'm going to say, Kyle. I, I, tell me when you're going to do that. I'd I'm love to. Be, I mean, it's a fair see. question. I'm not going to be argumentative. I'm not going to be. I'm just going to say, Kyle, uh, a year ago, you said this to Ed Werder. I'll read the quote. And I said, can you explain? Can you explain this quote, given how much Trey Lance ran? when he? I mean, that's a fair question. Yes, answer that. It's, and if he gets mad at me for asking it, that's a bad answer. Yeah, it, it, it is. I think it is a fair question since it's his own statement. Who said it? What changed? How do you explain that? Please. He has to answer it. And if he gets defensive and doesn't answer it, that's an answer too. Because frankly, there's no answer. He can't, he can't unsay that. He contradicted himself. And it, like he, as you said at the beginning of the show, he predicted the future. He predicted Trey's injury. He said the game's too physical. It is. You're right, Kyle. You're absolutely right. You know, the thing about confronting Kyle with any of these things is that I've never really heard him say, you know what? I did this. I blew it. Yeah. It's on yep. me. I mean, some guys do that way too much, right? Yep. They're just constantly, it's on me. It's yep. on me. I mean, um, you know, and it's almost like, you know, playing to the, to the crowd. Right. Kyle doesn't have that BS in him, but. I mean, you're the guy. It's yeah. your show. You know, the hey. GM's your handpicked guy. The whole show is your show. Yeah, you don't have to say it's on you if it's not, but this one was on you. You could say it. Yeah. 808 Niner says, uh, Jimmy fans are dumb. Top three accomplishments for Jimmy are overthrowing Sanders, getting hurt, and being uh, Jimmy when he throws the ball is either 40% incomplete, 40% pick, 20% completion, 20 Hold on. So Jimmy's been the bad guy for the Niners for a while, but now he's just a backup. I, I think Kyle is the one who's kind of like, turning into the villain because he created this whole situation like jimmy didn't ask to come to the niners he got traded here hey jimmy didn't create the situation trey didn't create the situation kyle did kyle created this whole thing and he has to live with the with the results i don't have anything against jimmy i've been hard on jimmy he's just a backup uh, who's actually held handled everything with class so you know I'm, I'm i'm done making fun of jimmy it's on kyle now Professor Lawless says, I was at the game. The whole game, I kept saying, why is he only drawn up running plays? Boom. Trey goes down, immediately calls four back-to-back with -back six uh, for Jimmy. Uh, won't be watching games while Jimmy starts. Sorry, not sorry. Thanks for the 50 bucks, man. I appreciate you. Personally, I, 
Yeah, personally, I and I, I said this last year, all I wanted out of Kyle Shanahan was to call the same plays for Trey that he was calling for Jimmy and just let Trey use his natural athleticism to scramble around and extend plays. Like, what does Jimmy Garoppolo not do? He can't extend plays and make plays off script and buy himself that extra time. He doesn't have the arm strength. He doesn't have the foot quickness. He doesn't have it. He can't do it. He's a one-read guy, and then it's like, cross your fingers. Trey was the opposite. He was more like Mahomes. He had the ability to move within the pocket and keep his eyes posted down the field and make the kind of play that he made to Debo. To me, that was like the signature play of, it was a broken play, but to me, that's a signature play of Trey's upside ability to make big plays down the field, buy extra time, get to an open space, keep your eyes posted down the field and throw a laser. But they, you know, that, that like went away. They didn't use him that way. Suddenly they said, Hey, this guy's mobile. We'll just run him between the tackles. Like he's, you know, like he's Earl Campbell. And it just, you know, you just can't do that. I went into this offseason thinking Kyle was going to build off his game plan against the Texans when actually he went, he went and built off his game plan against Arizona. Hard to say why, but that's what happened. J.R. Beckles said, how is it that certain media is saying SF is a better football team with Jimmy today? We've seen the ending to this movie already with Jimmy. Because I think a lot of analysts are prisoners of the moment. Maybe the Niners are better today with Jimmy Garoppolo, but maybe not. And we'll see what happens. I think the whole idea was with Lance, if you could keep him healthy, he might improve. And by the time the playoffs came around, he could be really good. Um, I think Jimmy's going to be exactly the same. I, I I think this guy hits on a good point. I think they are better today. Why? Yeah. Because if you don't trust your quarterback to make the short and intermediate throws, those are the throws you got to make every day. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're only going to hand, if you don't trust Trey to make those throws and all he can do be trusted yeah. with is handoffs, then yeah, you absolutely are better off with Jimmy Garoppolo because Jimmy is going to hit some of those throws. He's going to miss some of those throws, but guess what? That's going to be better than running in between the tackles. Again, I think the Niners could have won that game with Trey Lance having him hand off 50 times. I, n- I don't understand. but I, I agree. Southside Tone says Trey is not that shifty and elusive to be running him like that. It's okay to run him uh, to maximize that option. Yep. Big Tim 3 says Jimmy Garoppolo came in and looked like the same old Jimmy G. He had a few suspect throws, underthrew two deep balls that turned into penalties. What does he do that's so special? Seriously, people act like they could, uh, that Trey can't do what Jimmy Garoppolo does. I just think it's so amazing that the Niners have had such a tough time finding an upgrade over Jimmy. He's not that great. He's not terrible, but it shouldn't be that hard to find an upgrade over Jimmy. And yet we're here. Here we are. You're six. He's still here. Still here. He does some things well, but okay. but um, yeah, you know, I, once again, he's like 15 to 20 on the list of quarterbacks. And if you do your homework and look, take a print out a list of who's won the last 30 Super Bowls, you'll find out that there's really been in the last 30 years, three quarterbacks that you would put in the Jimmy category that have won the Super Bowl. So you got about a 10% chance of winning the Super Bowl. And that's about what I'd give the Niners going forward with Jimmy of winning the Super Bowl, about a 10% chance. Uh, Dustin Gale says, uh, the Gale says it's crazy how many people are calling this just a fluke accident and are giving Kyle a pass, even a lot of people who cover the Niners. Yeah, like, hey, you know, that's football. Tough break, Trey. Uh, happened to Jimmy. Now it's your turn. Now the Niners are better. Hey, isn't that funny? It's, it's, it's a lot of that attitude. Like, hey, oh, well, there you go. He'll be fine. Or he won't. Couldn't have, couldn't have been avoided. 
Yep, just a, it's a rough game. I think yeah. you know, hundred percent injury. Yeah, I also think like, well, well, maybe he should have protected himself. What are we supposed to slide between the tackle? There's no protecting yourself once you go between the tackles. There's yeah, no and if you yourself. want to argue that uh, maybe one of the two of us or both of us at times get too critical, that's fine. But that's not critical enough. Right, Jed. Uh, True Boxing King says Jed's a trust fund baby, and Kyle's gotten a lot from his last name. They're essentially the same person, just one fam and billions is the other's millions. Um, I can see why you would say that, Jed. It's your team. You got to do what's best for the team. You should be calling Sean Payton today just to have a conversation with him. Go, go get coffee with Sean. He's from San Mateo. Do you know that? San Mateo. He might. I don't know. Vallejo. I thought. I thought he was a Vallejo guy. I thought he grew. No, he grew up in. Chicago, but he was born in San Mateo, according to Wikipedia. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the name. I'll tell you the name to keep in the back of your head, and it's not going to happen tomorrow. And it's not, but Ken Dorsey. I knew you were going to say that. Yes, hell Ken yeah, Ken Dorsey. I'm in it. I'm with it. Another Bay Area Mir- guy. High School, very bright, really, uh, you know, kind of a backup quarterback skill set. But a lot of times, those are the best quarterbacks, are the best teachers. The other guy who I would love to see. Dorsey, Dorsey, he's coaching Josh Allen now. Right Jay, now. If you want Trey to be Josh Allen, bring in Josh Allen's coach. Okay, keep going. The other guy that I think is absolutely a coaching superstar, if they ever get him, is Alex Smith. I mean, ultimately, you're looking – Alex Smith is enormously bright, and he went from, like, where Trey is, super raw with incredible skills, great paper prospect, to actually fulfilling his potential. And he did it through film study and hard work and surgeries and challenges and adversity. And to me, I think Alex would be, in some ways, almost the perfect uh, tutor for 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 Trey. And that's if Alex wants to do it because he's made a lot of money. What I like about Ken Dorsey is he's worked his way up. I think he was an athletic director for a year at like a high school. I mean, he's done all kind of different stuff. Yeah, and, uh, quarterback he, coach. He's a coordinator play call now. So he's he's really next in line. He'd be good. Um, yeah, he, I like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, There's options out there. Kyle needs to – this is year six, dude. But it's, to me, ball. it doesn't have to be an either or. Yeah, Kyle, you can leave Kyle as the head coach. Bring bring in a Dorsey and let him deal with the quarterbacks, and let yeah. you just ice. Let you just sit in your room and and figure out you know which linebacker you want to crucify with your play action game. You know, you focus on your play calling and play sequencing, and all you know. I'm Ken Dorsey. I'll be over here, you know, coaching up the quarterback and and getting him up to speed. That would be uh, a, he a may, they just may need somebody. Him. That would be a, you're not getting Ken Dorsey if you don't give him a promotion. But I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, no, I hear you. It would, but you know, there's yeah. no limits in the NFL to what you pay anybody. So you could literally double or triple his salary and give him the same job. That being said, working with Josh Allen prints money for you. I'm just saying. Glass half full. Guy says Kyle's defensiveness and trying to bring up Josh Allen is a joke. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's just uncouth sometimes. Like, just don't do that. I'm just saying. Uh, John Tyler GG says, as a season ticket holder, I'm freaking pissed. Freaking. <laughs> yeah, it's says, early in the morning. We can't drop F-bombs. <laughs> Thoughts on Coward saying draft Trey's replacement and Tannenbaum saying this is a great opportunity for Trey, but he never gave him a chance. I'm saying draft a quarterback next year, too. I, it's terrible, but the guy's leg was bet in half. What is he in the future? I have no idea. you got to hedge, I think. Hedge your bet. Coward, coward every, you know, he needs to – 
he now he's even axed to grind. He needs to publicly announce that he can no longer talk, talk about, about Trey, Trey because, because it's yeah. now uncomfortable to he. I actually watched his video on draft day. He's like, this is the pick. This is the guy. This is great. Trey, yeah. Trey, you're the man. You're the guy. You're the man. Three starts later. I've got evidence. I've got evidence. All right, Perry Mason. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Marcos says, can we talk about how the locker room is behind Jimmy? That makes a big difference. They do believe in themselves when Jimmy plays. It's a it's a phenomenon. I, I think phenomenon. there's as many guys in that room behind Trey as there is behind Jimmy. You heard Debo. He genuinely seemed uh, heartbroken. He said he was. I believed him. I believed him. I mean, we're all we're both in there. You see how popular Trey is in the room. He's a very popular player. Yes. D-Flow says in the bright uh, in all this defense can take us far. That is true. The defense is really good. Big Tim three says it's sad these Jimmy stands are taking this opportunity for an I told you so moment. The kid hasn't even gotten a chance. Yeah, you know it's a civil war of Niner fans going on right now, and Kyle created this. Randy says young promising quarterbacks going to avoid Shanahan like the plague. I can't wait to hear what. Speaking of young, I can't wait to hear what Steve Young thinks of all this. What do you think? I can't. Oh. Wait. I can't wait. Steve, Steve, yeah, Steve is Steve. I think Steve is frustrated to some degree about what he's seeing. And, See, I, and I don't want to put my words in his mouth, but no. I just got to think he's got to be somewhat frustrated because he sees the enormous talent of Trey. He sees the unbelievable talent of Kyle. He knows that the whole thing can come together, right. but it isn't. And so there's a lot of frustration. And then Steve is totally uh, cognizant of the media world, the fan world, and the instant reaction world. So he sees every aspect of this. You're right. And what he says will be very interesting. I would think that Steve would be sensitive to the way that Trey was used. Imagine Steve being used like that. Hey, we're doing you between the tackles again. I mean, he was never used like that. So I'd love to know what Steve thinks of that. And if he thinks, well, yeah, it's football and Trey learn from it. Or if he thinks, you know, that's really, really a shame and it was avoidable because the way I feel about that injury was it was just the most avoidable thing in the world. Just to me, to me, the other thing is if, if all you had done with Trey was ran the Jimmy Garoppolo game plan and then showed Trey film of Steve on third down and say, Trey, if there's one thing we want you to take away from this is we would like you to play with Steve's urgency on third down on third downs, run the plays. When you get to third down, play with that urgency. That means if it ain't there, tuck it and run it. You get that first down, no matter what you play with the same urgency that Steve demonstrated on third down. If that's the only coaching they did, I think they would be in a better spot. B money says, Grant, big fan. Keep it going, man. Larry, big fan as well. Enjoyed seeing you on the farm at the UCLA game last year. I was there too. Nice. Thank you very much. They don't call him B money for nothing. Look at that. All right, back to our show. Should we talk Jimmy Garoppolo's future? I don't really feel like it. He's going to be on the team this year. If he plays well, we'll figure it out. Let's Look, we're running out of time. Forget, Jimmy, Jimmy's good. He's the backup. We'll see. It doesn't really – let's talk about Talanoa Hafunga. This team is still alive. This defense is really freaking good, and this is the early star of the defense. Talanoa, you were right about him. I was like, I don't know about Talanoa. You were like, no, he's really good. Um, hey, what do you think of Talanoa so far? He okay. First of all, this player was the defensive player of the year in the Pac-12. Yeah. So it wasn't like ah, he was just SC's, but no, it wasn't like ah, you know, he's just a good no. 
He was the best defensive player in the entire conference. Yeah. So that tells you he's special. And then when I talked to him on draft day, he was so quiet and so reserved. And I was like, is this even the same player I'm watching? I'm watching a player at SC with his hair on fire. Right. And and he sounds so calm and and laid back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you watch him go about his business. And we were both there at minicamp. And he's right there out on the field first with D'Amico and he's talking about I put my hand here and he goes there and they're talking through scenarios on blitz pick on on blitzing the quarterback and how to get there and and hand usage and all and every time you watched him every time the team reconvened whether it be in minicamp then training camp he was always better and faster and in better shape and more respected. Then you talk to the other players. They, I talked to Jimmy Ward this week. Jimmy Ward was like, this guy has instincts Mm -hmm. and he combines those instincts with an incredible diligence in going about film study. And if you're have instincts and then I said, Jimmy, at at, at his essence, Jimmy, what makes Hafanga Hafanga? And he he looked me right in the eye, Grant. He's like, no hesitation. When he sees it, he doesn't hesitate. Jimmy's like, he who hesitate loses. Hafanga doesn't hesitate. He sees it. He attacks it. And right now, he's a force in the run game. Force. And, I, and I, he's breaking on passes, too. I think he's a great fit for this team because they have such a ferocious pass rush. You need someone who's instinctual and breaking quickly and taking advantage, not just hanging back. And right. that's him. I, I've been saying that this defense needs a playmaker. He's, he's the one. Yeah. And he was great about him as he's a playmaker against the run and the pass. The only thing I want to say about Hafunga, we saw it week one, is that he's so aggressive that if the play extends, if it goes beyond two seconds and the quarterback is out of the pocket, he might be the one that's just chasing around. You know what I mean? So he needs to, and that'll come with experience, but he, he needs, needs to, to be play late in the down. And also, I mean, the big question is, can teams isolate him and yeah. make him play pass coverage down the right. field? That's his so weakness. Far, no. In the, so far, in the cover no. three – yeah, where he, you know, he can be a box safety. Yep. Um, in that situation, I think the, I'll say, I said it in camp. I think Jimmy Ward and Hafanga could be the strength of the 49er defense because Ward is an absolute monster uh, as a cover three guy and play and covering the field because he's got those corner instincts and abilities. And then Hafanga is a genius at the line of scrimmage. So those two guys, the backups, eh, but the starting caliber safeties are absolutely incredible. Hold on. Can we give Gibson some credit? I mean, he had a pick in the last game. Oh, Tayshaun. Yes. That was a great pickup by the Niners. I like Gibson. We both were pushing. I'll say when I'm wrong, and I was wrong. I was wrong calling for Tart because Tart is an athlete, but he's never going to be a productive interceptor. Gibson had 27 career picks. Now he's got 28. Yep, and he's got great instincts up. for it. I like him. So that's a nice Oh, yeah. Little, uh, no, he's going to get more. And so the, the Niners secondary really has improved. And Talanoa, in particular, is making this defense uh, even better when it was already elite. And he doesn't and he doesn't come early or late. It's like the same way a great quarterback's got to be on time. If you're going to play the way Hafanga plays, you can't arrive early and you can't arrive late. And his timing, his he's on time. So like when you see a coordinated rush and the ball comes out quick, he arrives at the ball carrier right as the ball does and makes an impact. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, Michael Young says Kyle still didn't learn because he turned around and called the read option for Jimmy at like the 10 yard line. That's what killed me. Explain that. Like you already lost Trey for the year. That's you a post presser. A- that's a post presser play call. Why? That's a play call that you make so so you can defend whatever you did in the in the game at the post presser. That was like, hey, you know what? I'm I use Jimmy the way I it wasn't about Trey. This is no. my offense. This is the way I use the quarterback. It's not has nothing to do with Trey. I'm not anti-Trey. I'm not pro-Trey. This is my system. And that's a call. That's a that's, a, that's an ultra stubborn call by a guy who's got one eye on the game and one eye on the post-game presser. He's probably I bet you you called that play with y- your your face in his head. I he saw okay. Grant Cohn when he when he called that play. I hope so. I, I like to think that there's he has like a dartboard at home with my face and he's just going to town. <laughs> on it, you know what I mean? King Geo says Arch Manning will be here soon. Watch. Hey, but there's good quarterbacks that come out every year, every year. Just keep I like the kid from Kentucky. I like the kid from Kentucky, Will Levis. Yes, check check him out. I like him. Yeah. there's a bunch of quarterbacks. Don't just, I mean. Just saying. Ricky Miranda says, why do we trust Kyle with quarterbacks? He got all of them hurt during his time at SF. Trey, Jimmy, CJ Mullins. Yeah, I'm trying to save that, too. And what's up with Jimmy this year? He's got no Lakin, no no Alex Mack. He's got 15 more games to go, bud. Don't even, don't even, know, you know, that didn't even mention CJ Beathard in the third round. Ooh, ooh. Watch, Niners will bring Sudfeld back. Hooray. No, he's got a job. Here's the thing. So the Niners need a new quarterback, right? They need a third guy for practices. But they can't sign someone off of someone's practice squad to put on their practice squad. So they're going to have to sign someone off the street. Who's he going to be? Josh Johnson? Is it Josh Johnson going to Josh Johnson route? Or is he, does he have a job? He might have a job. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, and how old you, is Larry? Josh Johnson at this point? Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Sean Foster, thank you very much. Ronald Keyes, it's not Kyle's fault for Trey being injured. It's his fault for trading three first-round picks for a quarterback with limited experience. Should have drafted Parsons instead. Can't trade. They shouldn't have traded up. Trade. They shouldn't have traded up. Well, that I mean, think about it this way. The trade-up was fine. How about Jamar Chase? Three first-round picks How, for a non-quarterback? That's tough. But, yeah, I, I mean, at least he's a great player. At least you get he's, an all-pro. He's, he's the modern-day Jerry Rice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A good point. Um, Jesus says, Grant, what do you think the excuses will be for Jimmy fans if the team doesn't make the Super Bowl, let alone the championship? It seems like Jimmy fans are real cool just making the playoffs and calling that a win. There, there's a segment. I mean, maybe Jed like that too. They just want to feel like they're in the upper echelon of the of the league, and they're competent and they're consistent, and that's fun. Playing January, Nathan says, "Side Jimmy Pump fake going to be here forever." Great job, banana hands, Conley's Jimmy to win. Take my head. I'll be up in Denver as well. See you there. Go Niners. See you there, Nathan. BP says J- Jimmy Garoppolo was replaced to improve the pass, but with Trey, we kept running. Could Jimmy Garoppolo not hand off? The run game was already good. Why run Trey? This is Kashanian's fault. Yeah, that's a good point. The running game was already good. It's not like you were super tra- – and that's the thing in Buffalo with Josh Allen. They don't have a run game without Josh Allen, essentially. It's a, it's something they have to do. They're, and and what do they do in Buffalo? I mean, they don't really have a true number one. I mean, they have Singletary. They've right. got Zach Moss who fumbles a lot. And then they picked up James Cook, who's they're going to throw it to. But they what they have is Gabe Davis and the kid from Maryland. And, you know, they've got some – they got some nice receivers too. Make Mike Baker says Jay Leno versus Conan O'Brien all over again. <laughs> Which one's Jay? <laughs> I never really found those guys funny. Professor Lawless says I was at the game. Five rows from the field. They all had big smiles going to the half. Guarantee that would not be the mood if it was Jimmy with another sprained thumb. Just sad, man. Yeah, I just don't understand why. Everyone said Trey was put in the best situation of any young quarterback ever. In retrospect, 
it was a it was the worst situation. He was in a no-win situation. It's the locker room didn't want to start over. Didn't. It was it was complicated because they the incumbent Garoppolo had taken them to, you know, a lot of success or had been there for a lot of success. And the expectations, I mean, let's be honest, the fan base is impatient, but who's more impatient, Kyle and John to win a Super Bowl, Jed or the fan base? I think everybody, we all have to own that we were all impatient. The media wasn't going to wait for Trey. Kyle wasn't going to wait for Trey. Lynch wasn't going to wait for Trey. The fan base, was, nobody wanted the wait for Trey to, to develop was a theory, but no, it wasn't. Nobody actually had the patience in 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 reality. That's I can't. I, I know that the media didn't as some, and I could sense the fans didn't. And Kyle seems really impatient. So it was like they had to get him out there. Um, they couldn't just sit him, and then they but they didn't trust him fully to run their whole package. So then they developed all these runs, and they put him in harm's way, and now he's hurt. What's sad is if. It was Josh Allen, a young Josh Allen instead of Trey, and they had Jimmy Garoppolo. They would have done the same. The same thing would have happened. Josh would have struggled. Uh, the team would have wanted to go back to Jimmy. They would have ran Josh. He would have got hurt. Uh, the same freaking thing would have happened. So what's interesting is you call, you compare him to Josh Allen. The, what, one of the reasons Josh Allen worked out is he was a project who got to go to a rebuilding team, and they all grew together. Trey didn't get that uh, opportunity. He had to be ready as soon as he hit the, the field like Patrick Mahomes, and that was never going to happen. So yeah, I mean, look at Trevor Lawrence. Same thing. Yeah, the team's starting to grow up around Trevor. He yeah. looked really good yesterday. It seems like putting the team together and adding the quarterback last is not a great solution because the team just might veto that quarterback. It seems like you might want to get the quarterback first and then build around the guy. Let him grow. I don't know. That's not how Kyle did it though. Kyle if you're gonna build, if you're gonna get the quarterback in the draft, yeah. If yeah. you're gonna get like Stafford, Kirk I guess Cousins. you can get him at any point. Yeah, Kirk Cousins. Here's five bucks. Thanks. Jay Enthusiast uh, says, I know we're talking Trey, but how good and surprisingly good has Talanoa Funga been for you guys? He seems to really get a good feel of the game. This would, you, you asked that before we talked about it, but uh, yeah, we're both high on Talanoa. He might be the MVP of the defense through the first two weeks. Him or both. Terrific of player. He's a pro bowler. Ninth Wonder Comics says, Trey's agent, parents, and NFLPA rep should be at 4949 Centennial Boulevard requesting a meeting with the Yorks and Kyle. Make them feel the pressure. Oof. Wow. I hope it doesn't go there, but I understand that line of thinking. I think Jed should be having a, a meeting with Kyle. They need to talk this through because those are Jed's first round picks. This is Jed's franchise. Kyle could go wherever. Micah says this roster is built by Kyle. John is more or less a consultant and manages scouting negotiations, etc. Um, you sure? I mean, I, I don't think Kyle picks the players on day three. He may pick some on day one or two, but it's it's very much a a collaborative effort, even if Kyle yeah. has the final say. I mean, it's just we all know Kyle was hired first. Kyle is making the big the big cheddar. Kyle when is going to settle all ties. He's the man. It's his show. But don't let's not make Lynch sound like he's some clipboard holder. Lynch is Lynch has got a major role, and as does Adam Peters, and as do their scouts. Uh, it's a collective effort for sure. Brady, Rogers, and Lamar all free agents next year. Well, Brady promised his wife he would retire next year, right? Maybe he'll lie about that. Just go sounds way. like sounds like uh, you know the wife and him. You know he might be able to make his own, yeah. his own shots. If he gets you know? divorced, maybe he can really play until he's seventy two. Rogers, Rogers is interesting. You know, is he ever? You know, maybe Kyle will. I mean, here's the bottom line: If Jed came to you and said, "Kyle, you win a Super Bowl or you're out in the next two years," I mean, which would be a ridiculous right. standard. But let's just say that conversation went on. 
Who would you rather have? I'd probably go for Rodgers, too, at that point. Yeah, Brady's getting a little old. I'd, I'd go for Rodgers. That Niner guy says, real questions. How do the New Yorks feel today? They got to feel sick. They trusted Kyle. They thought he had the best development plan possible for Trey Lance. And then look what he, look what he did. You'd have to really question your belief and trust in him at that point, I would think. They may, you know, you never know. They may feel great about Kyle because they may look at it like, hey, guess what? Kyle got Garoppolo somehow to come back for $6 million, and now we've still got a chance at the Super Bowl. They could be sitting around instead of going, damn, Kyle got our first quarterback hurt. He'd be like, damn, Kyle pulled an incredible deal to get a second quarterback, so we still got a real shot. I mean, who knows? It could. There's a lot of ways it could be spun internally. William Bonnet says, if Kyle Shanahan doesn't win the Super Bowl or get bounced early, would you guys be interested in bringing back Salah and LaFleur if they get fired or promote D'Amico? Um, I think, look, if you're going to get rid of Kyle Shanahan, you're doing it because he bungled a quarterback position. So you're bringing in someone who has a clear track record. That's why I suggested Sean Payton and he suggested Ken Dorsey. I don't think you're bringing in a defensive coach. You have D'Amico. You could, pro- you could promote D'Amico if that's what you wanted to do. I'm thinking it has to be someone with real, not just expertise with the quarterback, but like proven track record of success. Has to be. Otherwise, you keep Kyle. Yeah. I think any, any first of all, I would keep Kyle, but I, it would be, Fair? if I ever was replacing him, it would be with an offensive coach. I want a play caller and I want a quarterback developer. And I, I, I not that I don't like defensive coaches. I do, but um, I, I try to find a defensive coach. Kirk Cousins is Jimmy in a different rapper, says Sean O'Leary. Kirk Cousins is a lot better than Jimmy. I'm just going to say that. My opinion. I think so, too. I think he's considerably better. He he throws a much better deep ball. Yeah. He throws it down the field. Ronald Key says Kinlaw and Trey could have been Jefferson and Parsons. That is true. Wow. Think about that for a second. Ahmed says We can play that game forever, though, by the way. Trade banana hands and promote Anthony Lynn to head coach. Um, I'm thinking, again, I, I think... A lot of people would be interested. You don't just promote from within. Cast If you do this, cast a wide net and make sure you get the best man for the job because I think you can get someone better than Chip Kelly. Nothing against Anthony Lynn, but I think you can get a Super Bowl champion to want to coach this team because I think a lot of coaches would look at this team and be like, I can win with that. I can win with that. I. Kyle's had multiple opportunities. Here's another one. Everyone says you have a Super Bowl roster. Get it done. Maybe Harbs wants to come back. <laughs> <laughs> How wild would that be? I mean, if if it was like Jed begging him, he might be like, "All right, fine, okay." If you admit that you were wrong first, I, I don't know. It would never happen. Football is about deception. Trey provided that with his running and deep passability. Jimmy isn't fooling anyone. Nine in the box for the next fifteen. <gasps> That's true. That's true. All right, I got I got one more thing I want to talk. Two more things. Yeah. Before the season started, you said your main question with the defense was defending the runs up the middle because DJ Jones is underrated and they lost him. I agree. And I think, you know, the Niners defense has performed well, but when they've gotten gashed in the run game, it's been up the middle. And they haven't gotten gashed a lot, and maybe I'm making something out of nothing, but it's two weeks in, and eventually, like this week, they're going to face some good running backs in Denver. And I'm starting to feel like DJ Jones, who's on Denver, uh, was a big loss. He was a real impact player on the field against the run and the pass. And frankly, I haven't seen Kinlaw make an impact yet. I haven't seen Armstead make an impact yet this year. So that's what I'm looking at. If the, if this defense has a, a weakness, if it does, this is it. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that's been, and we already kind of hit on Afonga's ability against the run, his yeah. instincts of attacking the run from his strong safety position is impacting the run. 
and positively. They, I thought the, the most impressive part of yesterday's game was how they shut down Penny and Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're stopping the run. Um, but they're not doing it the same way DJ did it. DJ yeah. did it by himself, plugged the holes, gave no ground, was real, would come deal. off blocks, enormous upper body strength, yeah. couldn't be moved. Um, got really penetration. Smart. Yeah, got penetration. But now yeah. they've got a Fonga. So, you know, if you had, if you had, had DJ and a Fonga, Oh my God. But yeah, I, you know, Kinlaw's more of an interior rusher. So's Armstead. They're long. They, you can get into their legs. They don't play with leverage. They, they, yeah, the so. pad level can be an issue. But I like Kevin Gibbons. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Gibbons won a big game. He really he did. did. They need to give him, uh, he's they need quick. to rotate him in. They need to rotate but he's him not, in. he doesn't anchor against the big. run the way yeah. DJ did. No, but I mean, they're all like 290 pounds, right? Kinlaw, Armstead. Ridgeway is kind of a big boy for sure. They they could use a guy like Al Woods. That dude is freaking huge. Yeah. You, large. They, the Niners could use someone like that, but they don't have that. But this is my big question with the Niners defense because I, I like the safeties. I like the corners. I like the linebackers. I like the pass, the edge rushers. Greenlaw, but- by the way, got the extension. And I, you know, it's interesting. He was He was maybe one of the reasons they lost in week one. He was terrific yesterday. Maybe that's why they gave him the extension. Maybe yeah. they told him, if you play really well, we'll give you 30 You know, a lot of people thought they were going to trade Greenlaw. They always seem to like him more than Aziz, which is strange because I think I prefer Aziz. But they drafted Greenlaw. They didn't draft Aziz. Yeah. Um, they're both right. studs, man. They're they both, are both studs. I love I'm both afraid those that guys. Aziz isn't going to get that extension, that they're just going to – he's going to get the Kendrick Bourne treatment. I, I was doing an interview the other day with uh, Greenlaw, and he's like – he's like, uh, I'm like, you got a minute? And he's like, yeah, but, man, I just put a dip in. And I'm like, that's all right. I go, a little Copenhagen? He's like, a little grizzly. It was a, it's like a little grizzly. <laughs> I'm like, hey, whatever whatever floats your boat. I got a, I got a true story. At, at Bishop O'Dowd, um, they had, like, bylaws. And the, there was a law, a rule that no smoking cigarettes. But they didn't say no smokeless tobacco. So for an entire year, there was a loophole. And, like, kids were doing dips at school. And they didn't make they, – they couldn't change the rule until next year or something. So – Kids were throwing up, and this kid I knew named AJ, who who ended up going to Arizona and was Rob Gronkowski's backup tight end. He just threw up in class. It's like all over the ground. So it was it was an epidemic at Bishop O'Dowd in two thousand four. Oh funny. man! It, it, if, and if yeah. you don't if you don't know what Grant's uh, talking about, go watch the movie Sandlot, yes. where they all take a dip oh. of Red Man and then get on the Ferris wheel, and everybody yaks. Not fun. Uh, no. Rob Martin says, "Kind of glad recovery is for the season. We trade Jimmy next year and have clean slate with Lance and Purdy." I wish it were that simple, though. Um, again, you said you said Dak Prescott, clean break, came back, was fine. Yeah, but Trey's now had three years on the bench, right? Like, ah, if he wasn't, if, if Kyle didn't trust him to throw a pass in year two, is he going to trust him year three off an injury? You know what I mean? Well, and it, is, next year. is Trey gonna? I mean, in in two years, he couldn't master the footwork on the short and intermediate passes, so they had to run him. So, but he's gonna get that in year three. He's not working on any of that right now. He's recovering from ankle surgery that right. he hasn't had yet. So, no, no footwork, no mechanics, nothing. It's a wasted year. And I I submit that last year was a wasted year, and the year before that was a wasted year. Not his fault. Pandemic, really, really tough. Like basically. I think when he came out, people were like, yeah, he's a project, might work out, needs a lot of reps, didn't get him. So- I, you know, I'll say this. I did an interview last week with Randy Mueller, former GM of the Saints and the Dolphins. I said, where did you have Trey Lance 
on your board coming out of the draft. He said, I took him completely off the board. Now he wasn't a GM at that point in time, but he said, I could not have drafted him. And I said, why? He said, because there wasn't enough there. He's like, there wasn't enough of a resume at North Dakota state of making the kinds of throws that he was going to have to make in the NFL. So even though he has athleticism, even though he's a great kid, there's a lot to like as a prospect, I could not have drafted him there based on, uh, how much work, you know, what he had put on film in college. I thought it was an interesting answer. I mean, he, he wouldn't he wouldn't have even had him on the board. But he, here's here's what, here's what's complicated about Trey. The pandemic impacted his career. Had he gone back and played one more year at North, North Dakota State, he most likely would have been the number one pick in this last draft. He's still only 22 years old. So a team could look at him and be like, oh, the Niners really mismanaged that. That's a quarterback I want. And he could be someone else's project, and he could end up being really good when he's 25 or 26. I wouldn't write him off. And oh, the no, Niners no. have to be There's, very careful I, with I'm him. not writing him off. Yeah. I'm no, talking, I, know, I know you're not. If people yeah. said to me, like, give me your evaluation, I would say I'm absolutely convinced that Trey Lance is going to be a well above average NFL quarterback. But I have no idea – when? If it's going to be in 2023, yeah. four, five, six, I would say it's going to happen in the next four years, but I don't know. It could be year four. They keep delaying it. Niners daddy says Shanahan needs to go. His 12-year plan ain't it. It feels like a 12-year plan. <laughs> Every other coach has urgency, but he's got some serious job security. Matthew Sanders says Kyle in front office always have to be the smartest guy in the room. Now, Hubis hurts the team, and regardless of Lance, will continue to do so. I feel you on that. I know what you mean. It feels that way. Because they do things that seem so obviously insane, and they they try to pass it off like, "What do you mean? This makes sense." I guess. Well, you. I mean, where's the okay? If you if you really look at this and you're trying to evaluate this, you say, "Where have the Niners been just so wrong? It's like ridiculous." Joe Williams, C.J. Beathard, Dante Pettis, Jalen Hurd, Trey Sermon—they're all day one or day two or early day three offensive picks yeah that kyle had a ton of say on Jeez, yeah so they there's yep. so many swings and misses in the draft yeah. in the first couple days on the offensive side of the ball That's true so does that mean that kyle impacted those picks only really kyle and john and the niner scouts really know the answer uh to you know who banged the table for who that Niner guy says people were cheering my section tray was down when Jimmy was warming up. Honestly, that was so gross. I wanted to freak. What is going on here? That's yeah. just people are freaking idiots. People love Jimmy. People love Jimmy. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if you, if he's your if he's your nephew. If you're cheering a guy who's yep. getting carted off, you should be carted on off. Team. On your team. Kev yeah. F said big off script play. Credit goes to the QB, not Kyle. That's true. That's true. And Kyle likes that credit. King Geo says all these fake fans want to turn their back on the team over a guy with less than 10 games in three years who can't throw a simple screen pass. Pathetic. See, that's the other end of the other side of the coin. The Niner fans who are not willing to give any type of emotional uh, empathy response because you know what? He hasn't been here that long. Okay, King Geo. Jamar says, Do you buy Kyle didn't switch up the play calling once Jimmy entered? I don't. I don't buy it either. Marcus Thompson asked, it was a great question. He said, you know, you didn't call that many passes for Trey. Jimmy came in, you called four passes in a row. Was that because of the different quarterback? And Kyle says, no, we were just continuing our script. Sure. I mean, I can't prove it, but I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, sometimes you say things. Sometimes you say things for effect. Uh-huh. A um, few more, and then we'll be done. We want to talk about the running backs, too. 
Chris says Trey is a pocket passer who can run, not a running quarterback. Love how Trey gets free and still looks downfield till uh, he has to run. Telling everyone since Arizona last year he's going to get him hurt running up the gut. Yeah, and Kyle said that too, right? He's a quarterback who can run. He's not Lamar Jackson. That's crazy. Chris, thank you. Agree. We want to talk about the running backs now. What did you see from Jeff Wilson Jr., Ty Davis Price? And isn't it a shame that Jordan Mason still can't get a touch? Yeah, I mean, Jeff Wilson does what Jeff Wilson has always done. He runs really, really hard. But and on this surface, I was I felt a little bit better watching that because when I watched him in Chicago, I thought, has Jeff Wilson lost all, any and all ability to cut? Because he made no cuts. It was just like he has always been kind of a one cut and go back, get you know running back. But he was like a no cut guy at Soldier, and I think I wasn't sure if it was the surface or him. And it clearly was the surface because he yeah. he was much better as far as cutting. So I love the effort and the toughness of Wilson. I still think Ty Davis Price is the biggest running back talent they have. He made a couple of really nice runs. He had one run that was what, about 15, 20 yards in that the first nice. quarter. That, that was, was nice. nice. He ran over that DB. Oh. And he'll and he he does you know he 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 can he can either run over you or run around you. I like Ty Davis Price. I really do. I like Ty Davis Price in the sense that he's big and fast and he runs hard. And if you can scheme a, a hole open and get him to the second level, he's a problem. And he's a big play waiting to happen. But I don't think his vision's that great. I mean, there's so many runs where he gets nothing or 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 goes backward. I want to see Jordan Mason. I think he'll be more – I keep bringing this up. I think he'll be more consistent. But I do like Ty Davis Price. I don't think he's Trey Sermon or anything. Big, fast, runs hard. And the Niners have shown they can create holes and openings for running backs who, you know – can just follow a track. That could be good. That could be yeah, good. I mean, I, and then Jordan Mason, I really like as well. I think Jordan Mason's got a lot of ability, but we haven't seen it in the regular season. But it's there. I mean, his his he averaged five point two a carry his final year at G Tech, and yeah. I went and lo- looked at a lot of those films. And you know, he he runs hard. He runs with yeah. purpose. He runs a little upright, but he runs hard. Yeah. So look, the Niners have good running backs. They're deep. There's no reason to run uh, Trey Lance. Also, Debo. So one more thing. So, okay, Kyle Shanahan was, you know, neglectful of Trey Lance, got him hurt, used him as a running back. Is Debo next? Because, I mean, they use Debo a lot between the tackles, and if he does get hurt, everyone's going to be like, well, that was predictable. I mean, I think Kyle needs to be careful here. They're paying him to be a number one wide receiver. He's getting a lot of money. You can't just use him as a running back. I think you can use him as a running back. You just can't use him as a running back between the tackles. And the same thing I didn't want to see with Trey. I don't want to see with Debo is I don't, you know, Debo, Debo is, is a dynamic guy who can get to the edges. You don't have a lot of dynamic running backs that can get to the edges, especially this year with Mason and, and Ty Davis price. You want to think bigger guys, some heftier guys, you know, Debo is a major part of your, he's your now without most He's a key cog in your run game but run them to the edges don't run them between the tackles and i think we've discussed why that's vital many times already today master jay says trey's dad should chin check kyle that's hilarious josh oliva says opinion on o-line after these two games what do you think larry I like what I saw from Burford. I really honed in on Burford in this game um, on the binoculars and Burford. I really like Burford. I really do. I think Burford is, is a, is a nice player at guard. And I'll tell you this, that was the best I've seen from Aaron Banks. The entire time he's been a 49er, he showed he showed quickness. He got to the second level. Uh, he stayed in front of guys. I, I like what I'm seeing from the guards. I really do. Yeah, that being said, the Seahawks don't have much of a pass rush. Let's see how the Niners do against Nick Chubb. 
Right. His name? Nick Chubb? Bradley yep. Chubb. Nick Chubb. Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Chubb. Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Chubb. Glass half, uh, one of those Chubbs. Glass half full guy says, is Jimmy Ward on track to play week five? I don't know. Have you talked to him? Do you know? I did talk to him and he can't come back until week five, but I think, he, you know, he probably didn't need that much time. I think he'll be ready in week five. Right. Josh says, I can't believe we're sitting here talking about this when Brian Hoyer is out here somewhere waiting for the call like Batman waiting for the signal. <laughs> no, he's got a gig. He's got a gig, right? Yeah, he's in New England, isn't he? Yeah. William Bonnet says, any interest in bringing back Sal on the floor? Um, good coaches, but if you're getting rid of Kyle, I'm getting a better offensive coach, not a defensive coach. How great was Sala pre-Bosa? It's about, it's about, it's about, uh, you know, it's about the athletes on defense. I'm nothing against Sala; he's a good coordinator. But uh, D'Amico is fine. They, yeah. they, you know, there's no, I don't, I'm not sitting there going, you know, man, if we could just have Robert Sala. I don't. I, and Robert Sala was good and bad depending on what kind of players he had. That's a good point. Uh, Todd says, uh, "Here's a super sticker for five dollar donation. Thank you. You too, Lolo." Um, Madness Demenis says it felt like Jeff Wilson had something to prove. He had a good game, but I'm glad to see they put Price in as well. About time. Yep. Just use the other guy too. Uh, Vo Walker says Niners could have drafted Kyle Pitts and trade Kittle if they were going to do this to Trey Lance. Sucks for the kid. Does suck for the kid. Or Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is the modern. He's really freaking good. Oh, he's awesome. That's rookie year by a wide receiver since what? Randy Moss. Yes. Giovanni Miller, oh, Giovanni Miller says, how do you get Trey ready for next year? You, you can't. That's what's so discouraging about what happened yesterday. He's on the shelf for what, six months? More? I don't I mean, know. he's got to he's got to he's got to work on his footwork and and, you know, his mechanics and moving within the pocket. And he's so athletic. You know, Greg Cosell made the point that he moves so kind of frenetically within the pocket that he doesn't really get his feet set before he throws. And it's kind of like a guy who drifts on his jumper. It affects mm. your accuracy. So that will calm down in time. But it's going to take reps. It's going to take it's going to take a lot of reps. Niner Notabot says the difference between Jimmy and Trey is that Jimmy can uh, came to a losing team and got them winning. Trey came to a winning team and lost his first game. Well, it's always important to judge a quarterback by his first game. That's the way you do it. <laughs> Thank you, Niner Notabot. Jason Lutz says, what do we do with Gray, redshirt, Jimmy Garoppolo can't go deep? I did think that. It does seem like Gray is now not really going to be used, which is too bad. Well, he's going to be used, but now he's going to be used to run off coverage and those and they're not going to complete those passes. And what you're going to see is uh, Jimmy's not going to complete those passes. He'll underthrow them. They'll get a few P.I.s. That's that's what I see there. Art says just a thought. Trey comes back next season for it to work. You release or trade use check Kittle McGlinchey and Jimmy the Jimmy brigade. You just let them go. Well, I mean, look, use checks 31. Kittle is almost 29. McGlinchey's a free agent next year anyway. Jimmy's a free agent next year anyway. Maybe that could happen. Although, check and Kittle are signed through like 2075, so I don't know. I mean, that's an example of why you got to go. Why why, why this year's still your go yeah. period? Because you got to – that's a big part of your offensive core right there. And those guys are all going to play their best football this year and then probably start to taper off. So, yeah, don't – you know, you're absolutely in Super Bowl mode this year. Mike Miller says, love the show. Larry, good job being unfazed by interrupting Grant. Sorry. I'm, I'm a bad host. Larry's a pro. I'm not. I'm sorry. Quincy Van Vleck says, Jimmy isn't good when pass pro breaks down. We need O-line to step up against real teams. O may be in real trouble down the stretch due to bad pass, bad pass pro. We've seen this movie before. Throw it short. Keep the rhythm going. You know, keep Jimmy in a rhythm. Throw it short. Do what you can Mike. do. Take a couple shots deep. 
Yeah, I mean, we've seen how Kyle calls plays for Jimmy. Just keep doing that. Michael says we should sign Shane Falco and start him. He's just as good as Jimmy. He could ride us out to the playoffs. Is that Keanu? Shane Falco? That, that's a terrible actor. Who's that actor who has the same? What's that? Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu. Keanu Reeves is the same guy in every. If he's playing an attorney, he sounds exactly the same as if he's playing a quarterback. I mean, the guy, he's such a limited actor. That's why I like of course him. Of rich Ted's as hell. Adventure because he's perfect for Bill and Ted. Like, he yeah. just, he's strange in the Matrix. He's supposed to be a badass in the Matrix. No, you're Bill and Ted. Uh, Lapica Lolo says if JG wasn't the backup quarterback, would Kyle still be using Trey as a running back? I don't think you could. I don't think you could. That's a good question. Yeah, that is a good no. question. Greg says, what can Trey do now to get better now that he's hurt? And you think Trey gets the five-year option now that he will be in his third year? I don't know, man. Well, he's going to take mental reps, I guess. He'll be in the booth. Get that note. ankle right, get your legs right, and then start going through your your footwork and every short and intermediate pass in Kyle's playbook and master the master the footwork, the balance, the delivery, the mechanics, and get ready to play. Pretend like you're going to play every Sunday. Adam says, I'm convinced Kyle wanted to get Lance hurt. That's a very, very outrageous thing to say, but it didn't seem like Kyle was very motivated to keep him healthy. I'll put it that way, the other way to say it. But yeah, I can't say that. I'm not saying that, I'm but I do that. understand the person who's quickly coming yeah. to that conclusion. But I, My, there's no yeah. way I'm touching that. No. Um, future looks bright. I'm just saying any quarter, any coach that runs his quarterback between the tackles isn't overly motivated to protect him. But I wouldn't say he's trying to get him hurt. My yeah, it's a big difference says, between big two difference. things. Future looks bright in the hands of Jimmy Guap. Does it, though? He's not even going to be here next year. Charlie Barrett says Kyle needs to stop listening to rap and put on man in the mirror by michael jackson that man needs to change his ways i'm not a big michael jackson guy i mean knowing his whole i'm not going to talk about him. a lot of people feel michael jackson was innocent so i'm gonna be like no i'm just gonna stop right there man Early in the michael mirror jackson. maybe i'll go listen to a little man in the mirror as soon as we're done ct law 20 bucks thanks ct says if jimmy really wants to stick up kyle's uh rear he says i'm not feeling it this week shoulder hurts brock you're up this is that is scary that one guy has that much power to take kyle down love it kyle tail between his legs Wow, man. Jimmy Garoppolo fans really like him more than the rest of the team, which is amazing. Um, I don't think Bro, Jimmy's going to do Purdy's that. Brock Purdy's way more accurate than Jimmy Garoppolo, by the way. As somebody who's watched practice and seen Jimmy throw the ball and then watched Brock Purdy throw the ball, Brock is smaller than Jimmy. Brock is way more accurate. Now that Jimmy Garoppolo is a starting quarterback, and I'm frankly, I've like I've seen enough of Jimmy Garoppolo. It's like been it's like you've watched a mediocre um series on netflix for way too long you're in season seven you're like i don't even know why i started watching this show i don't want to watch it i'm just looking for something new i'd love to watch a little brock purdy i'm not saying jimmy i want jimmy to get hurt but if brock purdy just happens to play a little bit i would watch that i'd yeah. love to. <laughs> brady hill says jimmy got lit up first play in did he? i forget uh he did take a hit he did take a hit okay the coach says okay i don't want to get in the weeds but hear me out trey is going to have Extended time being able to throw the ball sitting down, working on accuracy. The, the feet will come. They catch him raw and rebuild the base, turn lemons. Hey, I, look, I like a coach trying to think like a coach. I appreciate it, man. That's how the Niners should be thinking right now, too. They should not be throwing up their hands because Trey Lance – they should be a whole plan for Trey. I hope they're thinking like you're thinking, man. That's I like the coach. The coach is a solution guy. Good coaches are. Yeah. Good coaches are. That's why I wonder on Kyle sometimes. Like, he'll have one thing break and be like, I don't know. I don't know, man. That's it. I got no solutions. Wait until Jimmy has his first real bad game. Jimmy just wins. I don't know what you're talking about. He's never had a bad game. 808 Niners is the secondary is carrying the team. Uh, the ends are playing great against the run, but pass rush needs to turn it up. Bosa's getting his. The D needs to be perfect because they got 
to carry this team. Yeah, I'm waiting for Armstead and Kinlaw and Ebukam and, and anyone else in the D-line to match Bosa. Ebukam was monster in Chicago, <clears throat> but he, you know, he, you're right. I mean, they, they need more rush. 870 Euro says Trey fully recovers, but Jimmy Garoppolo wins out. Now what? Oh, that would be amazing. You think Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> he could? He could win the Super Bowl. He could. He's a really good Jimmy team. G wins out. He's here. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Jose says Trey was set up for failure. He's not a running back. Shake my head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be, people are going to be talking about what Kyle Shanahan did with Trey Lance for a very long time. And the fact that he did something similar with RG3 10 years ago is going to be part of that conversation. Um, Matt, we're almost done. Matthew says, is Huff a shoe in for Pro Bowl if he keeps us up? It's two weeks, but yeah. If There's a lot of good up. players at that position, but he, yeah. he's on a Pro Bowl trajectory for sure. Jay Pezzi says, don't worry, Grant. You will see a ton of Mason and the other backs next week moving forward because Jimmy can't run worth a damn. Also, running backs get hurt. Everyone gets a chance on this team. Every running back gets a carry eventually on this team, right? Hey, Marlon Mack's going to get his run. That's true. Ethan M says, how does promoting Anthony Lynn to HC uh, sound? I like Anthony Lynn a lot, but I would cast a very uh, wide net, and I'd be looking for guys who are at the top of their game. Not top of their – at the top of the profession. Championship. So – you could do worse than Anthony Lynn. You could do worse than Anthony Lynn. I'll say that. He's, he is a good coach. Could you fire Kyle and keep Lynch? No one's firing Kyle. I think the idea with Kyle is if you got rid of him, you could trade him. That's what's so intriguing. You could pull an Al Davis here. What did Al Davis get for John Gruden? Two ones, two twos? Yeah. Or was it two ones, two threes? I forget. On, but he, I think he got four picks. Yeah. What Nobody's saying Kyle? fire Kyle, by the way. No no, we're not. Kyle. Grant's not saying it. I'm not saying it. Nobody's saying fire Kyle. Also, but this was not a good out. day for Kyle yesterday. Let the season play out. He might win the Super Bowl this year, in which case he'll get another extension, and so will Jimmy. And they'll be, the, they'll be, I'll apologize to them for an entire year straight every day. But it's not going to happen. Christopher says uh, TDP had 14 carries for 33 yards. One of those carries went for 20, 13 for 13 yards. What's the hype? Bring in Mason. That's how I yeah, feel. but go go back and look at those plays. I did late last night as I'm my, making myself uh, bleary-eyed. Yeah. I would say he had no chance on most of those runs. There was penetration in the backfield on TDP's on on like about eighty-five percent of TDP's runs. Block yeah. it better, and he'll do better. I, I agree with that. Sacramento, Mike. Wait until we play good teams. They're going to stack the line and wait for slants and mediocre passes. Then everyone will get off Jimmy's. What's whatchamacallit? Yeah, I mean, again, we've seen this before. Yeah, I mean, the book is out on Jimmy. Unless Jimmy changes his skill set and starts nailing passes down the field or or running around, there is a game plan established in the NFL. Every defensive coordinator has it, and that's the problem. Take some chances to Danny Gray if that happens. Yeah. Loosen things up. You still got a you still got a burner. You got a four, you got a sub four three burner. Use them. Yep. Easy Tino says, did Kyle make it out on the field to check on Trey? I missed him. I think he did. Anyone see Kyle run out and put his hand on Trey? I don't know if he touched him, but yeah, supposedly, he supposedly he apologized to him. Mm. Geo says Niners are in no man's land and Kyle cause it. Jim is gone next year and Trey's development has halted. Next year, Trey might play scared and they can't even trade for a vet quarterback because of a wasted picks. That's how I feel. They're in a really weird spot. Jimmy could be gone. Trey isn't developing now. What's the plan for next year? Do you need another quarterback? How do you get that quarterback? Who picks the quarterback? Like all these questions. And Kyle, and it's going to get more complicated because Garoppolo's going to get hurt. Purdy's going to come in. Purdy's going to play well, and the whole place is going to be like, "Well, now what?" Yeah. Ah! Oh, ah! There's, there's so many more twists ahead for this team. Yeah, get ready, buckle up. Kings. Oh yeah, Brock should be QB one. He's legit. I'm a crew. QB controversy. <laughs> the ball comes out on time with Brock Purdy, and he's very calm. Also, Brock's been with this team all freaking offseason. Jimmy just started training. 
Jimmy was over here not, you know, thinking about what team he was going to be on this year, and it wasn't the Niners. Uh, Kiefer says Josh Allen, 2021 average seven rushes per game versus Trey 14. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sharky Cupcake says this O-line, sh- don't be surprised. You will see Purdy starting soon. Well, uh, and this coach too. It's the, it's really Kyle's the common denominator of all these injuries. Aaron Chavez says, I love Trey, but we have no choice but to support Jimmy. I'm sure we all support him. Yeah, you know, what has Jimmy done wrong? He took a pay cut. He's the backup. He doesn't complain. I mean, he didn't create the situation. It's hard to knock Jimmy. Jimmy didn't get Trey hurt. Jimmy's nah. just a he, Jimmy's just a guy who wants to play ball. Yeah, it's hard to knock Jimmy. Sacramento Mike back says, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I'm cool with Jimmy. I'm backing Jimmy. You sh- you see Jimmy say, "Who cares about stats as long as you win?" Shake my head. He can throw two picks in the defense, win the game six nothing. He still won't be accountable. He's a backup quarterback at this point. I think the reason people were really hard on Jimmy for years is because he was the highest paid player in the league for a minute and he was getting paid big money and he didn't deserve it. Now it's like he took his come down. He's a backup. Yeah. How can you knock him? Sorry. And that's the same thing with Trey. I mean, he's getting all this criticism because of the three first round picks. The Niners in both cases created unrealistic expectations for their own quarterbacks. These quarterbacks buckled under the weight of the expectations the Niners created for them by how they, how they acquired them. Same. The coach says, watch yourself with the RG3 injury narrative. It's not even close. Apples and oranges. Previously torn ACL from RG3 with nowhere near Trey's arm. is a completely different league. RPO is brand new. It's just the thing. Like If you run a guy a lot, he's probably going to get hurt. RG3 ran a lot. Trey Lance ran a lot. Some were scrambles. Some were designed. But just the sheer numbers increased the probability. I think that's the point. But I hear you, coach. I do. 808 Niners says Pettis loves turn. Uh, Pettis leaves, turns into NFL player. Jet leaves, stays healthy, and might be the best running back in Kansas City. River Craycraft leaves, catches a pass. Richie James doing pretty good. That's right. Richie freaking James. If this season gets lost, we should start Purdy. Yeah! Telling I'm you. I'm on the Purdy train now. Grant, please ask Jimmy about throwing the ball away again. That worked last year. We could win a Super Bowl if he does that instead of trying to extend. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's extended nothing. All right, that's the show. We made it through. It was an hour and a half. Thank you for all the donations. That was crazy. Unreal. A lot of people watching. Make sure you follow, subscribe to Larry. The Krug Show, we were suspended for a week because we played a faulty ad, but we're back. We're back, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be doing more stuff starting tonight. Real. Keeps it way too real. YouTube couldn't handle it, but he's back. That's right. That's right. Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, Kyle talks at 3.30. I'm going nice. to ask him why he said he wasn't going to run Trey Lance in the ground, but did anyway. We'll see what he says. Should be good.